0: morning to those who are online watching wherever you are today. It's great to have you with us. Ah, joy, hey, well, you know, normally at this time, John would start with some dad jokes and uh, I'm not going to attempt that today, all right, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, (laughs) round of applause, yeah, thank you very much. (laughs) <laughs> they love you. They love you and your heart. They love your intention, John. It's good. We like laughing in our church. We like that life that Dr. Tidiosi talked about. Come to church. You want that life that's um, from God, that's in us. And we can be happy and we can be full of joy. And it's good for that. So I'm going to just share a few shockers of my own this morning, because, you know, that will make you laugh and maybe make you feel like, oh, that's okay, I'm, I'm doing all right, uh, especially as a parent, you know, it gets to Christmas time, and your kids, you know, they give you a list of presents, what they want, and... You think that you understand what they want. You're like, yep, 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 got it, good. Go to the shops and you purchase it. And then Christmas Day, uh, I did this a few years ago and my son Jackson, he wanted a Nerf gun. Nerf guns were huge, all the rage back when he was growing up. And Nerf guns came in a variety of different forms. Uh, The water Nerf guns or the Nerf guns that were the little foam bullet ones. Who had them when they were, yeah, there was a few. So I got the wrong one, didn't I? I thought he wanted the water Nerf gun, which was, I got a really good quality one. Marita, you were with me when we purchased it. We go to Chermside for our Christmas shopping and it's like, this is perfect. Let's get this, you know, box it all up. Well, it wasn't the one that he wanted. He was very actually gracious on the day. He sort of opened it up and just like... Thanks, mum. And you know, I thought he'd be super stoked and pumped because that's what he'd asked for, and and that's what I. So I, I never heard the end of it. Ultimately, when I, when I found out that no, the water Nerf gun was not the one that he wanted. Everyone else had the foam pellet Nerf gun that you could actually shoot at people. Uh, then, you know, I've never lived it down, nor have I lived down the undies. Every year I give my kids undies okay, which is fine. That's good. They like the expensive, you know, Bonds undies or whatever. I always got the wrong sort. I mean, gosh, they want the specific box of briefs or the this ones or that. There's like a billion different types of undies. Oh, my gosh. So always, every year. And they go, that's not the one. Can I, you know, get the receipt, take them back, whatever. The next year I'd do exactly the same thing. Okay, um, just sharing a few shockers with you this morning to, uh, unrelated to Christmas, but a really good shocker. Would you like to hear it? A couple of years ago when we were, you know, getting used to the whole Zoom screen thing and doing a lot of meetings online and uh, C3 Church had a big women's um, get-together and Pastor Chris was doing and it was sort of out of her home, but it was to hundreds and hundreds of people worldwide. And it was sort of my first big group Zoom thing. So that's my disclaimer. Uh, Anyway, so I was watching it and I wanted to take a... a, um, screenshot and so I pressed this thing and it was like share screen and (laughs) and I was like no that didn't work I'll press it again press it again I'll press it again press it again well what they didn't realize because they were new to zoom also was every time I shouldn't have had access to share my screen every time I was pressing share screen I was sharing my screen with the whole of the hundreds and hundreds of women on the women gathered c3 worldwide eventually they're like will you stop sharing your screen and like in bold like capital letters and eventually i'm um, i'm just like off in my own fairyland, I got like um, bumped off the call. I got eliminated and I could never get back on. That was it. They like shut me down. And, uh, and I'm like texting them going, what are you doing? They're like, you're sharing your screen. Everyone can see it and now you can't get back on. We don't know how to get you back on. So that uh, was to give you a little bit of a laugh today, uh, to bring some joy into your life without the dad jokes. Okay, just sharing a little bit of my shockers. Come on, joy to the world. We'll be singing that this afternoon in our Christmas service. I love it. It's the good news. It's the good news of that Jesus came to the earth so that we could have life to the full in abundance, that we could be forgiven, that we could have freedom in our life, that we could have joy. I love talking about that because that is the good news, and that's here at church. We want to share the good news. You know, we're not seekers of joy per se. We're not like, I just want joy. I just want to go. I'm coming to church today. Just give me joy. We're seeking the giver of joy. The giver of joy is Jesus Christ. And that's what it's all about. It's getting filled with the presence of God. So then we get joy in us, on us, and we can share that. Let me share some scriptures with you. Psalm 43, verse 3, it says, Send out your light and your truth. Let them guide me. Let them lead me to your holy mountain. This is David. To the place where you live. There I will go to the altar of God, to God, the source of all my joy. That is what we're doing. We're coming to God, the source of all of our joy. If you need more joy in your life, Get close to God. Just spend time in the presence of God. Spend time in the Word of God, the Bible. It brings it alive and it puts joy in you, in prayer, in the presence, in worship, the source of all my joy. Romans 15 verse 13. May the God of hope fill you with all joy. That's my prayer for you today. The God of hope will fill you with all joy. See, it's different to happiness and things that might happen that are external, that might give us a laugh or a happy moment or a good time. But this is joy deep within that comes from the God, the source of all joy. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in Him, so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. It's God. And maybe you don't have a relationship with Jesus Christ and this is what here we are at C3 Powerhouse all about, introducing people into relationship with Jesus Christ so that you may know that joy, that you may know that hope, that you may be filled with peace and purpose in your life. And in every service, we give an opportunity to pray a prayer, inviting Jesus into your heart. We'll do that today. Maybe you're here today. Maybe you're watching online. Maybe someone sent you the link or you stumbled across it. Today, it's not an accident that you're watching or that you're here in church. It's because there's a God who loves you. He wants to be in relationship with you. He wants to connect with you on that heart level. We seek The giver of joy. We seek the presence of God. There's stuff that happens in life that prevents joy, that stops joy. They're joy stealers, I would call them. And that's so many, and I'm not going to labor over them, but sickness steals your joy. Loss steals joy. Conflict. Oh, my gosh. Been in conflict with somebody or at work or someone that you're normally in close relationship with, that steals your joy. Offence steals joy. Unforgiveness steals our joy if we're laboring, if we're consumed by that. We can be robbed of peace and joy because of offense. But we leave, we leave the door open where there's unforgiveness, when we have unforgiveness. And, you know, over the last few weeks, we've been talking about the possum story and uh, I don't know if you've been, you know, up, keeping up to date. And I think, John, you're going to talk about it. Too. You said last week that you would give us an update uh, this way. I'm not going to, like, go on and on about it. But uh, we had a possum in the ceiling and uh, we tried to trap it and get rid of it. And uh, it didn't work. So after a couple of weeks, um, we put the GoPro out to get the footage. Why are you not taking the bait and getting trapped? I know it was, it was our kids' um, idea to put their GoPro out. It's, like, brilliant, awesome. We're going to see it on footage. Turns out it's not a possum at all. It's a rat. It's a rat. It's pretty big. It's getting in there, sneaking the bait and running out. So there have been updates this week and I'm going to leave it for John. He's going to, you know, give you, (laughs) oh my gosh, talk about consumers. But I'll tell you what, there's a hole somewhere from the outside in and it's letting that rat in. And it's doing damage to us and our — oh, mental health, I tell you, and our time. Uh, but unknowingly, we've let it in. We've let it in, and now it's causing destruction. We should have closed that gap into our ceiling and not let it. It's the same with offense. Offence happens in our life, and we don't close that door with forgiveness, and it does destruction. And we can't trap that little thing. And at first, we thought it was quite cute. It was a little possum, you know. Possums are cute. And then it turns into this ugly rat who is just freaking us out. We're hearing it setting our dog off. I want to talk about unforgiveness today as a stopper to joy. For me, I, I have a confession to make, okay? I have a list of people or things that have happened that goes onto my list and some of you will identify this, some of you will identify with people who are like this. But something happens and me, I, because of my wiring, because of my personality, I value loyalty, okay? So things happen well, I value that people are loyal. Uh, my reliability, people that do what they say they're going to do. So years ago, years ago, uh, I was pregnant with my first child, and we went to Hogs Breath restaurant at the wharf in Malulaba local restaurant. They served me a piece of meat. Generally, you know, they're on the underside of cooking. It's pretty you know, they're pretty rare. Anyway, I ordered, I don't know, medium, medium rare, came out like bleeding, like so red. Here I am, I was pregnant. And so I'm like, very aware of the dangers of uncooked meat and rah, rah, rah. So I was like, can you take it back, cook it properly? You know, I'm pregnant. Anyway, they, they did reluctantly, not, not very happy about it. They took it back, they cooked it, uh, sent it back pretty much exactly the same. You know, I was horrified. I didn't want to eat it. I'm just like, don't want to rest the unborn child, you know, like just freaking out. Anyway, I took offense. I was like, guys, this is customer service. Like if I ask for it just to be cooked well, just do that. Anyway, they didn't do that. Guess what I did? Wrote a letter. Oh, I felt quite passionate about it. I'm just like, you guys, you need to deliver on what you say you're going to deliver. You know, this could like hurt our relationship. Wrote a letter, never heard anything back guess what? They went on the list. They went on the list. You can know, you know what I'm talking about. Okay. (laughs) You know what I'm talking about. Okay. It's like, not even like consciously like, well, okay. It was conscious. It was very conscious. I never went back to that restaurant for 15 years. Those who don't have a list, you'll know people that do have a list, okay, if you don't have a list of your own. And uh, after 15 years, it just like, it dawned on me that like, I'm carrying this ridiculous offence from 15 years ago. They have probably changed and they probably would like to give me another shot. And I I gave them another shot. I was like, okay, I will wipe you off the list. And this is what happens. It's like, I forgive you. I'm letting it go. I'm going to forget that offence. So there can be multiple, I mean, celebrities get on my list. If they don't treat people right, if they have an affair with it, their- yeah, you are laughing because you can relate to this. It's like, you're thinking of someone, there's a celebrity, they're on your list. It's like, I don't like them anymore. They had an affair with their whatever and left their partner and their children and, you know, stuff their life. It's like, okay, they're on the list. I don't want to watch them anymore. Can Anyone? Anyone? yes yes it's not just me I knew it wasn't just me that's why I'm sharing it okay so this is what happens because God is a God of forgiveness and I have a relationship with God so periodically he asks me to wipe the list like actually everybody on the list just forgive them and let it go and move on And it's like, oh my gosh, it hits me. It's like, oh, some, I'm not even aware that I'm carrying it. I don't even really realize that I've put them on the list until he goes, there, you've done that. And he asks me, and I have to wipe the slate? Does that ring a bell in the Bible of what happens, who wipes the slate? God wipes the slate of what we've done. We forgive because we've been forgiven. And he asked me to wipe the slate, and I do that, sometimes reluctantly, and it it's, you know can be a tough ask, but it's getting shorter and shorter that period, not 15 years anymore. Uh, <laughs> maybe you keep account. Maybe you think at Christmas time, I ring that family member every Christmas. They never ring me. I always give Christmas presents to their kids. They never give Christmas presents to mine. You have grace for a certain period, and then you don't. What about, (laughs) and then it's just like, right, Uh, the love chapter at weddings. We've had a number of weddings in our church this year. Uh, They read the love chapter, 1 Corinthians 13. Love keeps no record of wrongs. That is hard. (laughs) You have to deliberately do, clear it. Because your memory and the way that you're wired, it hangs onto it and it keeps memory. It keeps a record alright. It puts it in the backpack. What about those expectations of those that are closest to you or your spouse or your children, your parents? You Something doesn't happen. Something does happen. It goes into the backpack. That is keeping a record of wrongs right there. It's easy to say it uh, or read that scripture out at the wedding. P- please. Lord, help me forget. Again, this is someone you may know. It might not be you that has that record, keeps record of wrongs. Every offence. You know, we talk, and maybe I think John even talked about the wheelie bin last week. And you know what? It's funny, as ridiculous and disgusting as the wheelie bin juices in the back of my car. Uh, I have actually forgiven him for that. I I have. <laughs> No, we talk about it. We can't forget it because we keep talking about it as a great story. Uh, (laughs) But isn't it the expectations of those that are closest to us that's most likely to offend us? What about the families that haven't talked for decades? I've heard of families that live in the same suburb as each other and they haven't talked for decades and there's been an offense and it's cut off relationship relationships are divided. Matthew 12, verse 25 says, a family splintered by feuding will fall apart. We're human. We let it trap us. We let it instare us. You know, there's things that happen that we can't stop thinking about. Maybe something that your boss said to you and it consumes you and you go home and you're thinking about it. Some, something someone did to you and it just consumes you. You can't stop that. You wake up and you're thinking about it. Luke 17, verse 1, it says, Then he, Jesus, said to the disciples, It's impossible that no offences should come. Okay, so we're human. That's okay. Offences come. That's not the problem. There are going to be, well, there are problems. The, the problem is not that we get offended. Because we will get offended. And, things that, and there's so many things that can offend us. Some are trivial and some are trite. Some are huge and hurtful and painful and legitimate, and deep forgiveness is needed. There are offenses that come. It's what we do with that. I don't know if um, you heard of the story of the Abdullah family in Sydney a couple of years ago, and they've got a large family. And three of their children walking to the shops uh, to get ice cream with their cousin got hit by a drunk driver and killed in a moment. They were eight and 12 and 13 and their cousin with them. And it was absolute tragedy. They just lost three of their children in a moment. And they are Christians. And they just went on this path of forgiveness. They said, we could have hated this drunk driver, but we choose to forgive him. They've started an organisation called I Forgive Day and I Forgive Campaign. This is what they said, forgiveness is the greatest gift you can give yourself and others. The more you practise, the better you become at it and it allows you to live peacefully and to heal. Forgiveness is more for the forgiver than the forgiven. And they said, that's the Holy Spirit, that's God. It wasn't us, it's the Holy Spirit. And see, this is the thing, we can't do it in our own strength. It's with Jesus' help that we can forgive those who have offended us. And maybe even now there's names or things that have happened that are coming to you. And we're going to pray in this service and just have a prayer of forgiveness, forgiving those who have hurt us, forgiving those that Maybe we thought we had forgiven, but there's still pain, there's still hurt, there's bitterness, there's resentment, and this is what robs us of our joy because there's things and we think they don't deserve forgiveness. Why should I forgive them? They have never apologized to me. Why should I forgive them? But as this family said, it's not about the forgiven, it's about the forgiver. It's about us as the forgiver, making a choice. Matthew 5, verse 44, Jesus says, but I tell you to love your enemies and pray for anyone who mistreats you. And that's how you know that you've forgiven someone, is that you can actually pray that God would be with them, that God would even bless them. I mean, that's a huge thing and it can't happen in the natural. It has to be with God's help. It has to be because you say, Jesus, please help me. I don't want this to rob me of my joy. I don't want to be caught in that trap of offense where I let that rat in and it's doing so much destruction. I need to close that door by forgiving with your help, Jesus. Maybe you feel justified, but it's a choice that we make. And how do we do it? Forgive in the Bible again. Jesus says in Matthew 18, verse 21, then Peter came to him, Jesus, and asked, Lord, how often should I forgive someone who sins against me? Seven times? No, not seven times, Jesus replied, but 70 times seven. So many, like just a a a big number, 490 times a day he's talking. Every day, just full of forgiveness full of forgiveness. We forgive because we've been forgiven. We've been forgiven. All the things that we've done wrong, how have we offended God? How have we betrayed Him? How have we spoken or done our own thing or lived our own way? And Jesus forgives it all. He's wiped our sins, the Bible says, as far as the east is from the west, as far as you could possibly go. And we've been forgiven, so then we can forgive. You know, we um, talked to a lady who hadn't talked to her parents for 15 years and she'd actually uh, had an offence that had happened and it had divided their family. She'd moved countries, moved to Australia. She'd married an Australian, had some children, never talked to her parents since this incident happened and was in our church and felt God softening her heart and felt that challenge. Can you forgive them? Can you let go the offense? Can you let go that hurt of what they have done? And Jesus did a huge work in her heart. She could forgive them so much so that she rang them and reconnected with them. She traveled back to her homeland. She took her children and her husband, introduced them to her parents, to the extended family that they'd never had anything to do with. Restoration happened because her heart was softened and she was able to forgive with Jesus' help. And that's what I believe can happen for us today. There's people here that you're just like, oh, there's no way. There's no way. You don't know. But Jesus does. And He can help you. And we're going to pray in a moment. I'll ask the band if you would come up right now. It's letting go, forgiving people who are on the list, releasing people. Sometimes you have to do that multiple times until you realize the pain is gone. Go, I forgave them. I've done it. I don't want to ever see them or talk about it again. No, I want to feel that forgiveness. Jesus can help you do that. Not holding offense, releasing people. I've been slow to forgive. I'm a person that holds on things for too long that I should, and God challenges me. He's like, just forgive. Just say, I forgive you, even if you don't feel it, even if you don't have those emotions with it at the moment. It will come if you just release forgiveness, even to them in that moment, just saying, I forgive you, learning how to forgive quickly, only with God's help. Romans 4 verse 7 it says, happy are those whose wrongs are forgiven, whose sins are pardoned. Sometimes you can, and this is just a little side thought, we can take offence on behalf of someone else. So the offence didn't happen to us, it happened to a friend of ours or to our partner or to our kids and we then take that offence on their behalf and then we uh, have judgments against people. I know I did this when I was younger and a friend of mine, she was engaged and her fiance pulled out a week before the wedding. And, I, and it, was, it was hard. It was hurtful. It was full on. And I held judgment against him for a long time. Again, I value loyalty. It was a big deal. It was my friend. I didn't want to see them hurt. And then God challenged me. He said, why are you offended against them? It wasn't your offense. It's not... He did nothing to, you need to forgive him. And I had to let that go. as a challenge to me. You might be holding a fence on someone else's behalf. Even that, letting that go, releasing that to God. Why don't we stand to our feet right now? You know, this is a chance to get right with God. This is a chance to draw near to him. He is the source of all joy just close your eyes, just take a moment, just allow God to speak to you and he speaks to you just not out loud, just prompting you, putting a thought, maybe it's a person, maybe it's a name, maybe it's something that happened and it's coming to you because God is wanting to stir in you some forgiveness today. Today we're going to let go We're not going to let the enemy rob us of our joy. We're going to forgive 70 times 7. Just allow God to soften your heart. Takes humility. Pride stops us going there. Just allow your heart to be softened. Allow your ears to open. We all have someone to forgive. We all do. Today, God's just asking, can you clear that list? He wants to heal some wounds that are in us and it can only happen when we let that pain out and forgiveness flow. Thank you, Jesus, that you're speaking to us. Why don't you just right now just forgive, forgive whoever it is, whatever it is, just say, I forgive them, I forgive them, I let it go. I release them to you. Just do some little work in your heart. It is a letting go. Jesus is here to help you. You don't need to do it alone. You're walking hand in hand with him. You're partnering with him. I feel like there's some people here today that just need to leave something on the altar And there's some stuff that's happened in your life that you just need to, okay, put it down and walk away from. I want to pray for you. Would you come? Would you come out the front? Just go, there is some stuff. I need to make a clear draw the line moment today where I'm saying, I am letting go this stuff of my past. I am letting go offense. I am deliberately choosing with God's help to let go. Why don't you come to the front you're watching online, just make that decision. Open your heart to God. Let Him work on you. There is healing. There is freedom. Why don't we sing? Just sing right now. Come on, come to the front. There's some staff that you need to let go, there's some forgiveness, there's some offense that you are letting go of. Thank you, Jesus. Just do work with God. Just do some work with Him. Letting go the pain. Letting go offense. Choosing to forgive. Saying, I forgive. Say their name. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Awesome. Thank you, Jesus. Jesus, He's doing a a deep work here. And it's great to see just partnering with Him. And the product of this is just a lightness, just a freedom, just a sense of healing that comes in you and just, oh, like oh I never thought I could be so happy forgiving someone for hurting me but it's like letting go this chain that just binds you to uh, just pain and, and resentment and this is where joy comes from the freedom of being free and forgiving as we've been forgiven and that's God the source of all of our joy so as we lean into that and maybe you'll go home and there'll be more stuff that God does just speaks to you whispers to you just allow him to do that for your own good, because he loves you so much. God bless you, church. So great. I'm going to hand back to Pastor Josh. Thank you. Thank you.